so vicious. There is a tie between um, what she does for the community and what I want to do for the community and what I think we all should do for the community. And that has to do with supporting our young people and making change, positive changes for them. Um, I would like to see that too. That's really the core of what I'm going to be presenting to you right now. Um, I explained earlier that uh, Sid and George um, brought me into the circle <coughs> and um, I became a part of you know, the larger Michigan community as a dancer in the circle than I had ever been before. And it really just kind of changed my life. In terms of what Pam had asked, I don't know, I got this kind of, um, this um, feeling from what I'm doing and what Daisy does and how life is right now that it's very, very difficult to live a very modern life and have just regular old modern problems with modern kids and, and things um, and to try to instill in them some cultural beliefs that are inside of us and coming down through our our aunties and our milkamists and um, so I'm going to go through some of the uh, formal aspects of this class which is about the sisters and um, and their place in the dance circle. And I'm also going to introduce you to my book um, and uh, where, it's, where it's at right now. Um, I started writing um, and exploring the idea of uh, helping our young kids by uh, stepping off from what Sid, Sid Martin told me about um, the fancy shell dance. So the fancy shell dance is a modern dance. It started about 40 years ago. And the girls wanted to snag the boys, and they had their eye on the boys, so they started following following them, and you know, and, and the boys who were dancers, you know, looked good and were in pretty good health, so they were chased by followed by the girls. And the girls started dancing and became better than them in a way. A little more agile. So they, this was about 40 years ago, so they decided to um, dance with the shawl, with the blanket. So they picked up a blanket and started to dance. And then when some of the elders caught uh, a glimpse of them, they, found, they realized that the girls didn't really have permission to use the blanket as part of their regalia. So my, my idea of my book and my animation shows the handing over of the blanket of the elders to the, to the girls. But um, I have uh, my story that I'll read a little bit later, but we will go through some of the images. And um, technical thing here. Uh, first, we'll look at the drawings. Um, the drawings and the planning process um, As we saw in the Women's Council in the Women of the Great Lakes last week, there's a way, a process, and a way of drawing, sketching, and painting that I use to develop my images. This series of paintings is made of many layers and in four different mediums. 
My search for motion and the resulting images led to the creation of the Three Sisters series, the Rose Dancers series, the Butterfly Dancers, as well as a group of paintings for the book, The Sisters, The Story of the Fancy Shawl Dancers. These drawings are a natural step for the foundation of my work because most of my initial work with my mentor involved figure and portrait drawing. From my work with John, I developed my own style. Since my background is in academic drawing, I utilize this technique while creating the different series and sketches. The Native American elements played a key role in the styling of my sketches. This was also true with the regalia of the women and elders in the women's series. I developed the next step, working in color by introducing the regalia of the young dancers into my paintings. In a way, I also considered the work of Edgar Degas and his approach to his ballerina series as a stepping off point. I admired the work of many of the Impressionists of Europe and I, allow, I allowed their influences to play into my work. As I researched their techniques, I was intrigued to find that their work was created over 100 years ago during the beginning stages of photography. Degas, in particular, used photographs in many of his paintings. With photography, he could rework a pose, capture a stance, or flip them to whatever his needs were. At the same time, he was a master at figure painting and color. I consider myself a colorist. This distinction comes after many years of trials and studies. I also realized that Degas, lived, if he lived right now, he would probably utilize the computer to pursue his artistic dreams. So, he will move through a few more of the drawings to the pastel series. Over the last five to seven years, I have been working on the Rose Dancers series, which I consider an indirect knockoff of Degas and the other Impressionists. These pieces are primarily pastels and are considered some of my best work. I imagine the interest in my pastels